Good evening, all. So uh, Ian and Norbert have asked me to lead the, the prayer segment of tonight's prayer and praise, which is a real privilege. So thank you. Um, so, so what is workplace ministry? So, um, well, you, workplace is where we spend a large part of our time during our lives. And ministry is about we are ambassadors uh, for Jesus wherever we are. So what does, um, what does the Bible actually say about work? Well, if we go back to the very beginning, we can see that um, God designed work um, for us to keep us busy, I suppose, out of trouble, you could say. But um, it, so, but going back to the Garden of Eden, he created Garden of Eden. He created the, the world, the universe. He created man, and then he said to man, "I want you to tend the garden, and I want you to look after it." So he gave us a purpose, and all um, all was well. And then there was the fall. So sin came into the world, and what was um, work that was joyful then became hard work. Um, and I think that's, that's still the case. Work is, can be very joyful, very fulfilling, but actually work can be very demanding. It can be very stressful, and um, it is a responsibility. It, we have to put um, bread on the table. So there, there's all sorts of aspects of work that can be positive, but at the same time can be negative. Um, so... Um, what we're going to do this evening is we're going to have some we're going to have some prayers for for different aspects of uh, people who are in in the world of work or not in the world of work. So those who are thinking of going into the world of work or preparing for that important stage. So that um, and then those who are in active employment, and that could be in a company, it could be self-employed, it could equally be unpaid volunteers. That's still working, of course. And those um, who are finishing their work work lives and thinking about retirement, or actually are retired. So as we know, in the kingdom of heaven, there is no retirement age. You don't get to retire. We we have to carry on and serve the Lord. So that's that's part of our our joy, um, but it's part of our responsibility as... as, um, as children of the Lord. So I'm going to begin with telling you a little bit about my, some of my um, experience of work. So next slide, please, Charlotte. So I, um, I work in London. I work in the London Bridge area. So it's, it's not quite the city of London, but I think the city is now moving south. So it's crossed the river, if you like. There's a lot of, a lot of new businesses um, cropping up on the south bank there. So from my office, I can see the River Thames, Tower Bridge, the Tower of London, and at the very distance, Canary Wharf. So it's a, it's a lovely spot, um, and I'm very fortunate to say I've been at my, the same firm of accountants for 13 years. I'm not an accountant. I work in IT, so don't ask me any kind of to do your books or anything. I, I don't know anything about that. So, uh, but, and I, I, I love my job. I really do. I, I do get up with a sense of what's today got in store for me. So I'm really thankful for that. But it hasn't always been easy. So around about six years ago, I had a, a boss, 
Um, and it, I was on a very busy project, very busy sort of time of, of my career. And um, I think he was very stressed, and he, he sort of took it out on, on certain people. But I felt it was just on me. I just felt it was concentrated on me. Um, and I couldn't seem to do anything right. I was walking on eggshells, and I was trying to think, could I get out of this situation? Could I transfer? Could I... Would he go away? He wasn't going anywhere. So um, I, was, I was struggling, and I was thinking, well, what, does, what should I do? What does the Bible say about work? Or you know, what does the Bible say about this situation? Because we know that some of the things the Bible says about work. So I was looking, and I came across the passage um, where Jesus says, love, um, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So uh, he wasn't my enemy as such, but, you know, I did go home to Fatima and complain about him quite a lot. So I, I, I started to pray for him, which was very hard to do at the beginning. But I prayed for him, and I found that softened my heart, and I began to see that him through God's eyes. And began, I began to see that he was not that different from me. He had pressures and demands. Uh, maybe I didn't know his whole story. Maybe at, at home there were some difficulties with putting added pressure on him. And at the end of the day, I, I, my, my attitude changed towards him and I started to behave in a different way. And, and I think that he also began to behave in a slightly different way. Perhaps he didn't, but I felt he was, and that, would, and that made a big difference to me. So I really found, drew strength from that, and, I, and, I, and I, I think I highly recommend that if you don't get on with someone at work, that's a really good place to start. So a verse um, which was important to me was, yeah, so yeah, the top one there, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. No, sorry. You've heard it said. <laughs> You've heard it said. Uh, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Um, and secondly, my, the pace of my job is, is very fast. And, for example, if I go away on leave for a couple of weeks, it takes a few days when I come back to get up to speed again, to get up to the pace. But I do like it that way. I get a buzz from it. But it does take kind of a certain amount of courage to get through the day. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I do. But I do daily ask, you know, the Lord, give me grace, give me your power. I need I need your strength. Help me. And, and sometimes it's re- at work. You have some very difficult things that happen. You have things you have to do. And I do believe that if you ask the Lord, um, I trust, you know, Lord, I trust you. I put my faith in you. Help me to, you know, untease some of these problems, ease the way, smooth, smooth the way. And, it, and the Lord has in so many times directed my path and just given me the answer I'm looking for. Quite often I wake up in the morning, I'm a morning person, I wake up with the answer that I was searching for that the, morning, the day before it would just come to me and then that next day, that day is so much better. So that's, um, so that's a little bit about my, my background and how it's, um, believe, my being a believer has really helped me daily in the workplace. Um, We've got two or three minutes. Would anybody else like to share any situation, anything where you know, being your faith has helped you in the workplace? 
Nick. Good evening. I spent most of my life working for Ford Motor Company, and uh, most of that time was in training. And my department found out I was a Christian because of the miner strike. I'm going back a few years because during the miner strike, the working week was cut down to three days. Do you remember that, any of you? Were you too young? Um, and then during that, my boss wanted to make sure we had enough time to do the work, so he said, I want you all to come in on a Sunday to do an extra day's work. So I, and two of us said, sorry, we can't go in because we go to church. So they quickly got to know that we were Christians. And um, quite soon after that, every time I went up the staff room, the language totally changed very quickly because they knew Nick was arriving and we better not speak bad language when he's around. But the story I want to tell you about is a bit later. Um, I was in the drawing office teaching technician apprentices drawing skills. And I got in early one Monday morning, about 10 minutes or quarter of an hour before time, and what surprised me, a load of the technicians were already in the office, standing around a desk with their Bibles open, looking at Revelation. The reason for that was the previous night, the film The Omen had been on television. And they came in asking a lot of questions. So they knew I was a Christian. They started asking all sorts of questions. And my big regret is I've never seen the film. I didn't want to see it particularly. I wish I had done that. But what I had to do was, it got to quarter past eight, and I said, look... First of all, I'm a Christian, and therefore I've got to honour Christ in everything I do. And one of the things I'm going to do is honour my employer. And he says we start work at quarter past eight, and we finish at quarter past four. So, sorry, put your Bibles away, take your desk, go to your desk, get your desk uncovered, get on with the exercise I left you with yesterday. But if you want to discuss this further, come and talk to me at break time or lunchtime or the end of the working day. Uh, one of the people who was actually amongst that group was Phil Walker, who was one of my technician apprentices in those days. But um, from time to time, I did have people come up and ask questions, which was great because uh, they just knew where I, I stood and uh, I, was, I hopefully was able to help one or two along the way. Thank you very much, Nick. Yeah, am I on? All right, so let's, um, let's um, move to the, the prayer segment. So um, next slide, please. So there are, there are three areas I mentioned at the start um, so that, that I wanted us to pray for. So I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll break out into groups and then we'll, we'll do the first um, and then finish off the second and, so, and then the third. So the, I think that... Um, so, so initially, those um, not in or not yet in employment. So next slide, please, Charlotte. Okay, so, so the, um, just as examples, the, those people who are you know, finish, finishing their studies or else it might be a degree, might be just finishing school and heading straight into work. So a really important time, uh, wanting to make the big decision about what to go into. Um, so secondly, anyone at stage in career, changing jobs, looking for, for going through that whole process, which is, again, very demanding. Um, some uncertainty. It takes a lot of time and effort, and you don't always get the results that you want. And for those who, who are unemployed either because they've been laid off or they might be 
um, have a health condition that means they can't work. They want to work, but they can't, uh, and, the, and the frustration around that. Um, and also, it's, it's, it's not that easy to say, well, I don't work, and because people always ask, what do you do? So, so that there's that aspect as well. Okay, so I've, what I've done is um, I have printed out some prayer. For each one, I've put a, I've put a verse, uh, and then there's some prayer points, and the, the, the same bullet points there, and then some prayer points. So what I'll do is then, if, if you could uh, break into groups of where you are, so probably you know, three or four or five people per group, probably, I guess, turn your chairs around if that's all right. And then, and then I'll hand out the... Um... Um, so, that, thank you for that. So, the, the, next, um, the next item is for those of employments. Charlotte, if you could pop that slide up, please. Okay, so, um, yes, so those thinking about the next stage of their career. Um, uh, yes, okay, so, so those people who work but they're actually wanting to move... Those wanting to return to work or uh, recently returned after a long break, um, which is very common these days. The self, self-employed people um, has particular challenges around that. Unpaid volunteers, so that, that I mean that could even be um, a carer at, at home or someone who loves what they do, but there's just, there is just no money um, to be found. And, and also, redundancy is more and more common now. I think, uh, in general, you know, people get made redundant at least one in, one in their career, once or twice in their career. It's, so that's really difficult, because it's a massive change, um, and it's just un- so much uncertainty around that. And then those who are in a job but very much under pressure um, and juggling all the things that, that um, they have responsibility for. And those people who are managers or responsible for people or for, for budget, etc., have to make really big decisions. And some of them can invo- involve laying other people off, for example, for the benefit of the company, it's really, really hard, but it does have to happen sometimes. So I think you know, there's plenty of um, needs there, that prayer needs, um, for those, you know, for those uh, here, for those of us we know, for our families, and for those who we don't know. So um, I'll, I'll hand out those prayer points for you as well. Two. Okay. Okay, so um, so we're now onto the third act. Feels like the Seven Ages of Man by William Shakespeare. Or something. So, so the third act of the third section is those recently retired, or I mean, I know, I know one or two people who are coming up to retirement. Um, there was a, there was a chap at work who said, "I'm going to retire in April," and then his his wife wanted to go on a skiing holiday, so he had to put it off to December to pay for it. So. Uh, um, but yes, retirement's obviously a really big change uh, of well, everything really, routine, financial, um, you know, what's coming in daily, income, all the rest. 
Um, so it can be quite, quite a lot of anxiety around that. Um, but so it can be a wonderful time. But as, um, and I think God will open up new opportunities and avenues for us to serve him as we move into that time, just as he has, as he does through our whole lives. Um, so, yeah, I have, a, I have a verse which was on the sheets, but I just wanted to read it out as well, which I thought was appropriate to this. It's Philippians 1, verse 6, which says, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ. So um, I will now pass out these sheets for you. All right. So, um, yeah, so I'm just going to... Uh, well, Ian's going to wrap up in a moment. But just, just to say that I mean, work is a, re- is a really big part of, of our life, but... Um, we're called to serve wherever we are. So anywhere, wherever we are, it's our, it's our ministry. So talk about workplace ministry, but actually we, we serve wherever we, wherever we are. But it's, so it's good to know that um, you know, we've, we've, we've prayed for those situations that we all go through and those that we love uh, are going through at the moment. So I, I think I just really like to leave you with um, well my one of the verses that's been really key to me and that is um, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight thank you I'm just going to uh, wrap up. I did actually have uh, a bit of a talk prepared for tonight, but I think Richard's covered it. I don't think we need... Uh, it's only a very brief one, so you're not missing much. Um, but really, to sum up, to say that Paul uh, says in uh, 2 Corinthians 5 that we're ambassadors for Christ. And it's interesting, Richard uh, mentioned that at the beginning. And I just want to encourage those that are in the workplace or volunteering or anything like that, that... Um, we're, we're all ambassadors, we're all, we're all representing Christ wherever uh, we are and whatever context you're in, whether it's in the volunteer workforce, whether you're about to retire, whether you are retired um, or, or you're working, you know, you might be the only Christian in that place and, and even if you can't, don't feel you can witness like the top evangelist, uh, just being a presence there. Uh, we teach um, uh, uh, Winehouse, should we tell others, on Alpha and they have the five Ps, and there's presence, and there's proclamation, and there's persuasion, all these things. But presence is the first one, just being that Christian where you are. Uh, people might know it, but I think, you, I think you have the power of God in you to change the spiritual atmosphere. When people find out that Nick Jenkins is a Christian, they stop swearing around him. Didn't ask them, I, I guess. Uh, they just did. Uh, there's, a, there's a Christian influence, and I'd want to encourage all those in the workplace uh, in that. Uh, but uh, verse 20 in that, uh, in that passage says, we are Christ's ambassadors. And in whatever situation you find yourself, you're an ambassador for Christ. And that presence, being the salt and light uh, in that place, is really important. Uh, so I'm not going to do a, a long-winded uh, talk uh, because I think pretty much uh, Richard's covered it, or anything that I was going to say. Um, but we will finish with uh, some worship. Um, two things I'd recommend to you. Uh, one is... 
uh, if you're in the workplace or you want to advise somebody in the workplace and what it is to be a Christian in the workplace, uh, the London Institute for Contemporary Christianity, LICC, just type that in your web browser. Uh, they're really big on, on, on being a witness. You know, the real ministry is really when you're sent out into the workplace. Um, they're a really good organisation. In fact, I think we might be looking to see if they want to come here at some point and speak to us. Uh, and the other thing I'd commend to you is this book, God at Work. Uh, it's written by a man called Ken Costa. He used to be the CEO of UBS, uh, the brokerage. And he was on telly once, and they, they filmed him walking along the dealing room. And, and he said, you know, God is here as well. Uh, you may think he's not, but he is. Um, he now works uh, under the Alpha Stable at Holy Trinity Brompton. He's retired now. This is a really good book. Um, so if you want to read it, you can borrow this one, but I want it back. Uh, but I would encourage you to get a copy. God at Work, Ken Costa, or look at the web, uh, LICC, London Institute for Contemporary uh, Christianity. Let's remember uh, who's with us when we go into the workplace. Uh, the band can come, come back up. Uh, we're going to finish, uh, I think, with two songs.